Hey everybody, it's Glenn Gerhauser here from Church on the Park and Holy Fire Ministry Training School. And today I want to talk to you about how you can help a new believer. How can you help a new believer? And also, this is going to be helpful for everyone because it's going to be about who you are and knowing who you are. And the bells are ringing here in the background. I'm here in the city of Brisbane at our Holy Fire Center. And what I'm going to be sharing today is based on the joy of being born again. I don't know if you can see it because the sun is shining uh, pretty, pretty strongly. Uh, but it's about, it's my latest infographic on the joy of being born again and five miracles you experience when you are born from above. The first one, and going through these helps establish someone's identity in the Lord. And, you know, for me, I, I first struggled with this statement. Jesus said in John 3, 7, you must be born again. And then before that, he said in John 3, 3, uh, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. When I was a young man, I struggled with this because I thought I'm good enough. I believe in Jesus, but I only had a, a mental belief. I wasn't born again. I wasn't born of the spirit. What happens when you're born, in, born of the Spirit? The first thing is you receive a new heart and a new spirit. The first thing is a new heart and a new spirit. Now let me read to you what it says in Ezekiel, uh, chapter 36, verse 26 and 27. I will give you a new heart. This is God himself speaking. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit and put a new spirit in you. So I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and in you uh, and, and give you a heart of flesh. So I will remove the heart of stone and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and to be careful to keep my laws. So the heart that God gives us is a heart that's clean, it's a heart that's pure, and it's a heart that wants to now do God's will. This is who you are. This is what God does when you're born again. He takes out that old heart, he takes out the heart of stone, he puts in a new soft heart, and it's a heart that wants to listen to God. It wants to obey God. Now, Anna and I have four children, and each of the children's births remind me of an aspect of this new birth experience. Now Gideon is our firstborn. He's almost going to be 21 on the 19th of June. And he, when he was born, he had such a loud voice that the nurses and the doctors say, whoa, what a voice on him. He cried out so loud the whole entire ward could hear him. Later on, he became a bit more soft-spoken. But this reminds me that when you are born again, you have a heart now that cries out to the living God. You have a heart that cries out, Abba, Father. 
You want to pray. You want to be close to the Father. You want to be with God's people. This is the new heart that God gives you. So that's the first thing. God gives you a new heart and a new spirit. Even behind me, there's this uh, clinging, clanging sounds of people building. God does something in you when you're born again. He starts to build you and change you. Well, the second thing that happens is that when you're born again, God lives in you. God lives in you and God comes within you. So God himself comes in you. And here I want to read from uh, 1 John 4.15. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them and they live in God. What a beautiful promise. Now I'm remembering now uh, Allison, that's our next uh, next child and she's going to be almost graduating high school and she's a very beautiful young woman and when she was born the thing that shocked me is her her eyes opened and she looked around the room and scanned everybody and looked intently in everybody's eyes now usually when a newborn is uh, born it's like it's blinking it's it's kind of disoriented but she was so perceptive, I was amazed. And when God comes to live inside of you, you start to see things differently. You start to see as he sees. God living in you, this is the purpose of why God saved you, is to have that intimate communion and relationship with you. And that you would, uh, you would see him and you would uh, know him and experience him. So this brings me to the next point of assurance. Assurance. The third thing that happens when you're born again is you have assurance. And you have assurance of three specific things. One is that the Spirit of God comes inside of you and bears witness that you are a child of God. So you have assurance now that you are a child of God. You have assurance that you have eternal life and you have assurance that your sins are forgiven and that you're a new creation. I was just talking about Anna's grandfather. He was an Anzac war hero and he flew Spitfires. And he was flying one day and he was just a young believer and he prayed, God, I wanna know if I'm saved. He wanted that assurance. All of a sudden he felt the flood of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit just flooded him on the inside and he began to do loop-de-loops in his little Spitfire because uh, he was so excited, so joyful that he was uh, born again, had new life, and he was saved and a child of the Father. And so I'll just read to you here from Romans 8:16. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Now the fourth thing that happens is intimacy with Jesus intimacy with Jesus. And I've already began to experience uh, a talk about this. When you're born again, you start to experience God. You start to see him. You start to hear him. When Eva was born, born and Eva is uh, now 12 years old, and she's a very creative person. Well, she, when she was born, what I noticed about her is she was so hungry, and she was so thirsty that she began to feed uh, on 
on her mom, on Anna, and she began to feed, uh, you know, so much. She was so hungry and thirsty. And when you are born again, you're hungry and thirsty. You are hungry and thirsty for more of God, to know Him, to do His uh, will. You're hungry and thirsty for that intimacy with Jesus, and He makes himself available to you. It says here in John 10, 27, that my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. That's Jesus speaking. And lastly here, when you are born again, you have new growth and transformation. You begin this process of new growth, of growing, of transformation. Uh, you don't stay a baby, you grow. But you, then you need to participate with God. And also you need to fight against every demonic spirit that would try to come and tell you you're not saved. You need to stand in your assurance and need to participate in God's work so that you can grow. And so here it says in 1 Peter 2, 1 through 2, therefore laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow. Amen. And I want to pray with you. These are the things you need to share with a new believer. And these are the things you need to know for yourself to help a new believer and also to grow yourself. So Father, help everyone here know that they're born again and be born again and be able to teach others what it means to be born from above in Jesus name. God bless you. If you like uh, this video, please like, share, comment. Also keep your ear out for the next semester in Bible school starting in August. It's going to be great and we're going to be opening up registration soon. It's the foundations unit. So uh, please be on the lookout for that. God bless you. Have a great day.